Revenue Rhino. I'm Brad Hammond, and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. We're interviewing successful sales and marketing leaders and discussing ways in which they're building lifelong relationships with their customers. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond, and today I have Michael from Solutions Granted. Michael, it's really nice to have you on. Morning, Brad. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How about you? Doing really well. Thanks for asking. That's awesome. So for those listening, can you just tell me a bit about who you are and your company and what you guys are up to? Sure. So my name is Michael Crean, and I'm the CEO and founder of Solutions Granted. And Solutions Granted is a master managed security services provider. Really fancy way of saying we're an MSSP for the channel. We have built what we believe to be a fairly comprehensive cybersecurity stack that we partner with MSPs, maybe younger MSSPs or VARs that are looking to transition into the managed service provider space. And we bring them our 24-7 security operations center and what we believe to be a really great stack of technology with our people and our process to help keep them and their customers safe. That's awesome. So maybe you can just break down the cybersecurity industry for me. For those that are unfamiliar, what has the space historically looked like? What kind of demand for services has there been? And what does it look like today? And what do you see for the future of this space? Ooh, that's a big one. Historically, especially if you think about MSPs in general, if you go back maybe 10 years, not trying to go back too far, but if you go back 10 years, I think a standard MSP's answer to cybersecurity was, I've given you a firewall and I've got some antivirus on there. And that's their go-to. Obviously, the threat landscape has changed significantly and the threats are becoming quicker, faster, more pervasive. And the SMB space, where a lot of MSPs find themselves supporting, is under attack more than it's ever been before. And so what you have to do today isn't going to be what you did 10 years ago. You've got to be more proactive. You've got to be more preventative. And the idea of having live eyes on glass 24 hours a day, seven days a week is more of the norm. You think about how many small businesses that will say, hey, I'm only running Monday through Friday, eight to five. What am I worried about the 2 a.m. on a Tuesday? But they don't really think about they're leaving their computers on so the MSP can do patching or maintenance or whatever it may be. They're not unplugging the internet, so they're constantly connected to the world. And just like a burglar, if they wanted to rob your house, they're probably not going to come in at noon on Saturday when you're home with your family because the chances of success are a little bit low. They're going to try to hit you in some more of those off hours moments where they try to become more active and start to do either some data destruction or exfiltration. And so the idea that I'm too small doesn't really exist anymore because you look at probably almost 50% or greater of the cybersecurity attacks are now happening in the SMB space. So it's a big change to what's going on out there. Yeah, interesting space. And I think we were mentioning that as we head into maybe more uncertain times and the economy and all this stuff, that might actually increase demand for cybersecurity services. Like, unfortunately, maybe, or fortunately, if you're in this space, the amount of cyber crimes or whatever you, you call them might increase. Is that accurate to say that, like, even in there's a recession or whatnot, the space might even grow? 
Oh, I believe it'll grow for sure. And I think as times get tough, the people that maybe don't have a job or people are looking for that easy way to make money, they find themselves doing things that maybe aren't on the up and up and they're becoming a little more enticed to do the wrong thing. And so you even start to see things like ransomware as a service out there where you can get a small piece of it if you're participating and somehow providing additional means for distribution of this. And if you can get paid on some of that, so that's why I think some of it is starting to grow. But I think the other thing is, it's just we're in a more digitally connected society globally today than we've ever been. And it continues to grow. You think about it, you walk around, like how many people don't have a smartphone? How many people probably don't have at least 10 IP connected devices in their house? And look at the internet of things and how it's growing. So the opportunity is bigger and bigger for the threat actors to take advantage of it. Absolutely. When it comes to building a company, there's sales, marketing, new customer acquisition, and then there's keeping your current customers happy and building these long-term partnerships. I know you've taken a bit of a unique path when it comes to long-term relationships with customers, the way you're doing contracts, all that. I'd love to just hear a little bit more about that. I don't like arguing with people in general. I'd prefer people to be happy. I think we all would just prefer people to be happy if we could. One thing that I believe that I could do differently to make people happy is let's not fight over a piece of paper. Let's not fight over an annual or multi-annual agreement. If I give you the service that you're looking for, if I take care of you in a way that is meaningful to you, and if I provide you something that you feel is unique enough and that I'm committed to you and I do it in a month to month basis, then I leave you in a position of power. Because if I'm not doing my job, then you can replace me at any month that you want. So what it does for me is it keeps me on my toes. It makes sure that I'm performing in ways that I say I'm going to perform and things that I say I'm going to do. And I don't just get to sit back and say, okay, I've got you hooked up for three years now. And I might screw it up for the first 24 months, but I'll get rock solid in the last 12 months because I know I've got a renewal coming up and I can't let you have that the last thing you think about. I want people to stay because they want to stay and I give them the ability to walk away if that's what they choose. Absolutely. I love that. So you're saying maybe in a space where a lot of companies will say, hey, you got to sign up for three years. They sign you up and then maybe they don't do that great of a job and all this. You're saying, hey, we're not going to do that so that we're held accountable essentially to performing and doing a good job all the time. I mean, I don't think that's the intent of anybody that signs you up for an annual or a multi-annual agreement. When you're in those type of agreements, you're not going to just get out because you want. And if there's real no good reason, then you're going to have to spend a lot of money and then it becomes who's got the better attorney or who's got more money to fight longer. I'd prefer it just to be, we're in business because we want to be in business. We're connected because we want to be connected. And if we choose to continue this relation another 30 days, then you do it because it's your free will and it's your choice. And it's worked out really well. I mean, my business is just growing. I have not had a negative month of growth in over five years, which is crazy. Most people look at it as quarters. I'm just looking at it as like, man, if I can say month over month for five years, I haven't had a negative month, which means I've had positive. We haven't even had a flat month. We have had growth every month for five years. That's really cool. Obviously, you're doing something right when it comes to building those long-term customer relationships and retention and all that. 
What does it look like on the new customer acquisition side of things? Like what's your sales and marketing strategy and all that stuff? I'm very reliant on my magnetic personality and my good looks. And that seems to be working out. Yeah, no, that's not. I mean, you know what? I'll be honest. What's really cool and what's happening more and more every day is referrals. So yes, we are going out to a lot of shows where MSPs go to, whether it be a Dad O'Connor, an IT Nation, or an ASCII, or Robin Robbins, any of the shows out there where MSPs go to learn and to grow and to understand and see what's going on out there. We're obviously we're participating there. We're showing up. We're trying to talk about what we've got going on, what differentiates us from others. Honestly, our biggest growth right now is coming from referrals. There's so much good word of mouth that's happening. I don't know if you remember the show Seinfeld, obviously, but do you remember the episode about Festivus where they put the metal pole in there and they called it the public airing of grievances? That's what I feel like Reddit. I feel Reddit is a lot about Festivus and the public airing of grievances. The amount of good air cover that we get from Reddit is insane. Like I will say at least once or twice a week, we've got somebody emailing us saying, Hey, I was reading about you guys on Reddit and I want to learn more. Wow. That's really cool. That's stuff you can't influence. And a lot of these peer groups, we're seeing it with Taylor business group. We're seeing it with Chris Weiser, seven figure MSP with ASCII and a lot of the other ones where we are literally people we've never seen before, people we've never talked before. Hey, so-and-so was talking about you and I'm hearing really great things. I want to be a part of this. How do I join? I think it's just a testament. If you do the right thing and you do it for the right reasons, people will show up. Yeah, that's awesome. So you're getting a lot of referrals, a lot of people mentioning like what you're doing online. Do, do you even have to do any outbound or is it all just referrals coming in? Do you ever, I don't know, send cold emails out or anything like that or... You know, we haven't, when I say we haven't sent cold emails, obviously you go to somewhere like an IT nation and there's 3,500 people that are IT nation and you've got some people that are just going around the booth shopping. You know, they're looking to see what your giveaways are. They've got their big old bag and they're shopping and then you're scanning their badge. And so, yes, we're marketing to them because you got something from me, you've given me something. So I will say that's probably our cold calling or our cold marketing efforts is that we know there's a lot of that in there. And it, sometimes it works. It works because they will have heard of us enough times in their peer groups that when we started reaching out to them, they feel it's worth a conversation. Been warmed up. Yeah. yeah, we haven't done a lot of buying list or email marketing, direct mailer, really have just been fortunate in building relations that have been willing to champion our name and speak highly of us. I don't have a whole lot of time to screw it up. Yeah, yeah. What about content, like social media and all that kind of stuff? Have you had a need to do some of that stuff or not so much? We've definitely had a need. I will say that our social media presence sucks. I'm going to be honest about it. And it's all my fault. Whether it is my fault or whether it isn't my fault, it's my fault because I'm the owner and founder. But this one lies squarely on my shoulders because I don't do social media personally. I don't have a Facebook page. I'm not participating in TikTok or my social media is LinkedIn. I don't do a lot of Twitter or of some of these other mediums where you can get people to connect with. So that's a really big initiative for us in 2023 is to do a better job of letting Michael Crane get out of the way of the company's failure for social media. That's good. You guys have been able to grow with word of mouth referrals, people talking about you. That's a testament to what you guys are doing and the value you're providing. I like talking to people. Really as much 
it's like, I own this company. I founded this company as much as it is just a technology company and the services that we provide. If you send me an email and the email is too long and has too many variables of too many questions in it, you should probably just expect your phone to ring because that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick up the phone and call because my time is valuable. I mean, it's look, it's the one consistent that binds us all together. We can't make more of it. We can't buy it. We can't create it. Time is what it is. And so if I choose to give it to you, then I feel like I'm giving you the most precious commodity that I've got that I can't get any more of. I love that. So as we head into the next year, what are some things that you're thinking about being the leader of the company, thinking about growth, retention, all this stuff we're talking about? Is there anything that's like top of mind that's really going to be prioritized as we head into next year? Customer service, Mm. making sure that we're really taking care of people. It's easy to show up when the day is going well when there's no challenges, when there's no roadblocks, but making sure that when we've got a customer is maybe being a little feisty, maybe they're being a little aggressive, maybe they're having a bad day, maybe their kid is sick, maybe they've got a family member just got a diagnosis with cancer. You never know why somebody's coming at you the way they're coming at you and the things that they're saying. And so big push for us is to be tolerant, to be expecting that other people have stuff going on in their lives. And so these are not necessarily a tangible thing, of what we would be looking for, but some of those nice, soft principles of being a good, kind human being. I think that's really important for me for this next year, because I think there's a lot of economic uncertainty and people are going to be struggling. I mean, you can already see it out there. Some things that are happening with the interest rates continuing to be raised and just things becoming more expensive and how can we do a better job? We can do a better job just by being nice because being nice doesn't cost you anything. Absolutely. On that note, Michael, it's been great to have you on and really appreciate you joining here today and sharing all your wisdom and insights. I appreciate it. It was a great time and thanks for having me, Brad. Absolutely.